What's up guys, Jeff Cavalier, AthleteNext.com. We continue our perfect workout series here today, this time the perfect home workout. And this one I have to say is definitely by popular demand. Actually it's out of necessity. You see a lot of us have been affected by the recent coronavirus pandemic and we're restricted to home workouts. We're not even allowed out of our own houses. We're certainly not allowed in the gym. What can we do? Well, we don't have to let the gains go by the wayside. As a matter of fact, guys, I wanted to make sure I put something together for you that you can use to continue to keep the gains coming. And I put together this home workout that's actually going to require zero equipment. You're going to be able to do this no matter what level of ability you're at. I'm actually including both a beginner version and a more advanced version. And I'm going to give you not just a single workout. I'm giving you a complete total body workout scheme that will tell you exactly what to do for as long as it is that you're actually not going to be able to get to the gym. Right, so with that being said, I have some rules that I gotta lay down here to explain how you're gonna do this. All right, so as I mentioned, this home workout is actually gonna be comprised of two parts, two separate workouts, workout A and workout B. You're gonna perform both of them, and you're gonna perform them in a staggered fashion. So you're gonna train three times a week, total body, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. In week one, you're gonna perform workout A on Monday and Friday, with workout B slotted in for Wednesday. In week two, you're gonna have workout B leading off on Monday and being repeated on Friday, with workout A being slotted in on Wednesday. So you're basically alternating your workouts and carrying this over for as long as you do the entire program. From here, you wanna make sure that since we're going total body, that we're not focused on necessarily a single muscle group, but that we're covering all the major functions. And in this case here, we have six major things that we're trying to hit in every single workout. They're the following. Number one, we're going to have an anterior chain lower body grouping that's actually going to be squat biased the first time through. But then we're going to actually bounce to the upper body for an upper push combination. We then go back to the lower body, and there's a reason for this, I'll explain in a second. We're now going to focus on the posterior chain, and we're going to hit the hinge patterning. From here we go back up to the upper body to do a pull circuit, and then we finish off with an ab circuit and one single corrective exercise, because we never leave the correctives out of Athlean X. That's gonna be the same whether you're in workout A or workout B, but the exercises are gonna completely change. And again, I mentioned there's going to be different exercises for those of you who are doing this at different levels. I'm gonna include all of those. The last point I'm gonna make is that there's zero rest occurring at any point in this workout, and that's the reason why we're staggering up or lower. And not just that, we're actually not gonna require you to rest between the exercises of the individual combinations. You're gonna perform every single one of these exercises individually for a minute. If you can't do it for the entire minute, that's okay. You can simply stop, rest, pause, get back in on the action again, and try to complete out the rest of the minute. Ideally, as you get stronger at this and better, you're gonna be able to complete the entire minute for every single exercise. The exercises are staggered and structured in such a way that it should allow you to continue to perform even though you're fatigued from the exercises before that. That is one of the best ways that you can train body weight. When you realize that because of the way you can mechanically set up your exercises, you can continue to perform, it gives you the chance to actually train to a point of progressive overload where others would stop at a single point on a single exercise. This is where I think the power of this workout comes in. So that being said, guys, there's a lot to cover here. I wanna make sure I go over every single one of these workouts for you in every exercise. So let's kick it off here, workout A. All right, so workout A here is comprised of those six major groupings like I mentioned, and don't worry about having to memorize them or the individual exercises. I'm gonna do as I always do for you. I'm gonna put them all together and lay them out in a workout format for you at the end of this video. But let's take a look right here at the first combination. It was that anterior chain squat focused lower body circuit. Starting off with this exercise, it's the alternating single leg box squat. 
Now look, if you're at a more advanced level, you're going to perform this from a lower box. If you have to do this at a more intermediate or beginner level, you can simply raise the box. Now again, this box can be anything. It could be a bed, it could be a couch, any surface that you can get yourself down to. We move on here to something called the one and a half bottomed out squats. And we talked about in other videos the benefit of working in that bottom range of the squat, in that parallel to below parallel range, to strengthen that portion, which is oftentimes the weakest area of the squat. We can do that here again regardless of what level we're at. We take this for the entire minute. Again, if you have to rest pause, you can do that. From here we then go in and we finish out this circuit, which your legs will probably be pretty fried at this point, with a simple jump squat. And again, this can be pretty taxing at this point. With other bodyweight workouts, if you had just stopped at the first exercise, or even if you attempted to take that by itself to failure, you could be doing it for a really long period of time. But when you stack them together like this, the cumulative fatigue becomes something that is able to be progressive and overloaded, and that's where the real benefit comes from. So after these exercises, again, there's no rest in between them, we go right into the next grouping. And in this case, it's our upper push. And right off the bat here, we start with a handstand push-up a shoulder dominated, very difficult exercise. That being said, if you can't do this, you then simply just do something like this, the power push away. It's still working the shoulders, it doesn't require as much of your own body weight that you have to lift off the ground, but it's still going to get the job done. You move on from here to the next exercise, which is a rotational push up, a little bit more of a chest bias. And with the rotation, I've mentioned this before, you get that little added relative adduction at the chest to really try to hit the chest as best as we possibly can, again realizing that we have limited numbers of exercises that we're using since we have to cover the entire body. And again, if you can't do this, you can simply drop down to your knees and perform the same movement and get the same benefits at a slightly easier level. And then you wrap it up here with a tricep exercise, this one called the Cobra Push-Up. And what we're going to do between workouts A and B is just hit the different positions of the long head of the triceps. This one would actually train the long head of the triceps in its more contracted position because you have that elbow straightened out with your arm closer to your body into or close to extension behind your body. We go back now to the lower body and in this case now we have something here called the alternating heel touch squat. This one here is a posterior chain focused exercise. Just by leaning forward you shift a lot of the focus on to the glutes to perform the exercise and you're simply trying to go down, touch both hands to the outsides of your heels and come back up. At a more beginner level, if you need a little bit of extra assistance or even just a little bit of a balance assistance, you could do the kickstand variation where you just have one foot out there bearing maybe about 10 to 15 percent of your body weight. From here we move on to the alternating sprinter lunge. Again, by simply leaning forward, we turn a regular lunge that's quad dominant into something that's more posterior chain glute dominant. You alternate back and forth. Both levels, of course, will be able to do this. And then we wrap it up here with one final exercise, the plyo sprinter lunge. So we take the same position here, and now we really want to burn it out. And we see if we can be more explosive. Stay low to the ground here where your glutes are maximally engaged. Again, at the beginner level, if you have to, you can simply make that switch at a much higher elevation. So come up out of the lunge a little bit, and then make the switch. We go back to the upper body again, this time upper pull. And in this case, we start off with the pull-up, the classic pull exercise. And again, all you're required to have here is a single pull-up bar in your house to be able to get this done. If pull-ups are too challenging for you, though, you could do this exercise instead. This is called a seated pull-up. 
And all you gotta do is just position your legs as you see me here and lean back. And I've just got literally a single dowel or broomstick across the top of either two couches or two chairs. Again, there's a home workout and there are no excuses. From here we move on to the next exercise, the human pullover. Again, this is a tough exercise. This is for the more advanced people doing this. It looks a little bit like the Bruce Lee dragon flag as you see here. But the idea is look at the lats doing the work here. I'm actually trying to pull my body up, not by moving my knees towards my chest, but by pulling my arms into an immovable object. So whatever you're holding onto, the bottom of a couch, the bottom of a bed, whatever it is, you're trying to pull down as hard as you can, and that will actually get your body to rise. So don't think of it as trying to pull your abs up, but more pulling your arms down like a pullover. If you can't do this, the body weight equivalent of this is this sliding pull down. And you can see I'm on a sliding surface, a hardwood floor, a tile floor, and I'm just trying to pull my body back up to the top, allow it to drift out, get that stretch in the lats, and pull back in. And then we finish with the exercise here, the inverted chin curl. Again, back to that same setup that I mentioned before, and the idea here is not just to pull with your back, but actually trying to pull as if you're curling your body up to the bar to really engage the biceps. We finish out with our last two combinations here, the first of which is a core circuit. And the exercises that we choose here start at a lower ab exercise, this one the reverse corkscrew. And you can see here that we're not just getting that engagement of the lower abs, but we're also getting a little bit of bottom up rotation to get the obliques as well. We move up to the next exercise, and that is the black widow knee slide. So here we call this a mid-range exercise. I drive my knee in towards my elbow, I slide it up to get a little bit more flexion through the spine. The focal point of the flexion is happening kind of mid-back to engage both upper and lower abs. And then finally we wrap it up with our levitation crunch. Here the goal is just to elevate your scapula and your shoulder blades off the ground. Not to curl them up towards your knees, but literally to just lift them up off the ground as if you're trying to levitate them. And then the corrective, as I mentioned, always finding a place into the Athlonex training programs and then these workouts here, the angel and devil. And that is something that seems so sweet and easy, but it's so damn hard. And it gets the entire posterior chain. I have to have my quads elevated off the ground so I engage the glutes, I engage the low back, and then this rotation of the arms is actually taking our shoulders through full rotation, working not only the rotator cuff, but also engaging the upper scap muscles and mid-back muscles as well, areas that tend to get neglected. So now this entire workout that you've worked your way through, that's one time. Ideally, I want to see you go through it two or three times. If you go through it two times, the workout will take you about 35 minutes or so. If you go through it three times, you'll max out at about just over 50 minutes. So no matter what you choose to do, you still got a workout here that's going to take you less than an hour. All right, so with workout A out of the way, now you're going to get that second workout in, that workout B, to be done in an alternating fashion with the first workout. And we start off with an exercise here called the slick floor bridge curl. Again, you can do this on any floor in your house, like a hardwood floor or a tile floor, that you could just allow your socks to slide back and forth. The key here is that it's reinforcing one of the main necessities of lower body training, and that is to learn how to engage both your hamstrings and your glutes and get them to work together. And by demanding that I have to maintain this high bridge the whole time that I slide my legs out and back into this hamstring curl is getting those glutes to make sure they're the primary driver of the movement. The next exercise is something called a long leg march. And here we're just trying to, again, work that entire posterior chain, and you'll see that this lights it up a lot more than you might have thought it would because it looks so damn easy. And then we finish off with a simple exercise that at this point in the game is not going to be so simple. Again, that cumulative fatigue is what we're going for here. And again, that lack of rest is going to demand that that fatigue sets in. And this is just something called a high hip buck. 
You just put your feet up on any surface. Again, it could be your couch, and you're simply driving up, allowing the glutes to really drive the movement here. We then shift to the upper body again. In this case, the upper body push. And now the last time we kind of went a little bit heavy on the front side with the shoulders. This time we're going to go a little bit heavier on the front side with the chest. And we do this with our variable wall push-up. And here, because we're in this decline position, we're actually working the upper portion of our chest. A little counterintuitive, but that's how it works. And as we fatigue here, you simply walk yourself down the wall to allow yourself to continue, knowing that the flat variation is going to be a little bit easier than that decline variation. So as we fatigue, we can do a few more reps. We continue to try to do this for the entire minute if possible. If you can't do this because the wall version is too hard, you can simply put your knees up onto any surface, again, a couch or a bed, and you perform the decline variation. And when you can't do any more, you go down to the flat. Then we take it to the next exercise here, which is actually really interesting, and it's the bodyweight side lateral raise. And we lose sight of the fact that we always think we have to move the limb in space to work a muscle. And that's not true. You see, we can actually move the body around a fixed limb. And in this case, we're getting relative abduction of the arm, meaning we are training the muscles of the shoulder by moving the body away from the arm, but still winding up with the same end product, and that is abduction of the arm. And again, we could do this from the knees if we need to make it a little bit easier for the beginners. And then we wrap this up again. I mentioned with the tricep exercise, this time it's going to be more for putting the tricep long head on stretch. It's the bodyweight tricep extension. Again, you choose any surface that's relatively about the height that you see here, and you allow yourself to dip down, dive your head down underneath so you can get more extension of those arms back up overhead. We go back to the lower body again, and this time we're actually going to try to hit the quads, but in more of a lunge bias versus a squat bias. And the first exercise we start off here with is the alternating crossover step up. So the step up is a great exercise for engaging the quads. Try to keep your torso upright as much as you possibly can. And the slight crossover of the leg behind me just allows me to preload that quad a little bit more in the bottom position so I could drive up more forcefully. From here, we move to the second exercise. Again, remember, with no rest, and it is the alternating reverse lunge. It's a little bit easier on the knees because we don't get that anterior stress that we get when we actually lunge forward. So you're going to find, even if you have knee problems, this is going to work for you, regardless of what level you're performing it at. And then we wrap it up here with the split squat jump, a little bit more of an explosive exercise here that tends to be difficult, especially at this point in the game. See if you can gut it out for the entire minute if possible. We go back one more time to the upper body for the upper body pull circuit, and it starts this time not with the pull up, but with the chin up. Again, focus a little bit more heavily on the biceps while still making sure we get the main benefit of one of the best exercises we can do for pull, and that's that chin. And again, if you can't do this, you could do the seated version of it as I showed before just by sitting down and doing the same setup we used before. Next, we go to our second exercise here, and it is the inverted row. This is actually an exercise that works its way into a lot of the Athlinex programs. We're now getting more of a horizontal pull as opposed to a vertical. Again, at this point in the game, it could be a lot more challenging than it would have been if you did it on its own. And then we wrap up with our final exercise here. It's a bodyweight exercise. I just featured it in a recent video. It's called the Back Widow. You can see every single muscle in the upper back and rear delts get engaged here by this simple-looking exercise, but certainly not at this stage of the game. I want you to wrap up with this one. And then we go to our last two circuits, once again, a core circuit. And we start with that lower focus exercise, and it's the ab halo. So what you do is you try to lift and create a half a circle at the same time. So lift that pelvis up off the ground, engage the lower abs, and try to create a half circle for a little bit of rotation, and repeat for the entire minute. You move to the next exercise here, which is a V-up tuck. Again, trying to engage both upper and lower by moving both the upper and lower torso together. Finally, we wrap up with one exercise here. It's called the sit-up elbow thrust. You're getting a little bit of extra oblique work, but obviously it's primarily a top-down 
driven exercise. And then we go and we have our final corrective and it's one of my favorites. It's the reverse hyperextension here. The idea is to lay again over any stable surface and really drive the lifting of the legs by first contracting the glutes and then allowing the low back to take over from there. So with that guys, there's your two workouts, workout A and B. I'm gonna post them right here for you so you can take those screenshots and make sure that you know exactly what you're doing. Guys, you don't have to leave the gains behind just because you have to leave the gym behind temporarily. I know the situation that a lot of us find ourselves in right now. I wanted to make sure I did my part to help you guys out and get you something that you could use. I promise you this can deliver if you put the effort in. In the meantime, if you're looking for a complete program, we have one. It's bodyweight only. It's called Athlean Zero. It's over at athleanx.com. If you found the video helpful and you like the perfect workouts, leave your comments below. Let me know what I'm going to cover. I'll do my best to do that for you. And if you haven't already done so, guys, make sure you click subscribe and turn on your notifications so you never miss a new video when we put one out. See you soon.